Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. KYW Original Podcasts. Very often this season, the great voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese, has called the NFC East the NFC Least. And for good reason, because the NFC East might be the worst that it's ever been. The Dallas Cowboys got smoked at home on Monday Night Football, 38-10. to They're in first place by a half game over the Eagles with a 2-4 and record. Merrill, you've been calling games for a long time. How does this NFC East rank with the worst NFC East ever? Well, it's hard to think of one that has been weaker ever, really. Uh, and watching Dallas last night brought one thing to my mind. The way the Eagles fought back. Some people say, well, they still lost. Yes, but the Eagles fought throughout that game. They fought in the Pittsburgh game, too. They came from a large deficit to have a chance to, to win that game. They really fought back. The Cowboys got behind Arizona last night, and they folded. Everybody said the Cowboys can't stop anybody, but they've got a great offense. Without Dak Prescott, they no longer have a great offense. Andy Dalton just isn't good enough. He's okay. And as the commercial says, okay is not good enough, not for that team. They went, they went downhill immediately, and there was no fight in them. Zeke Elliott fumbled two times. The TV people tried to make excuses. They said, he's fumbling because there's so much effort. No, he fumbled because he fumbled. And uh, Dallas is struggling. They really are. Well, fumbles are fumbles. Interceptions are interceptions between Andy Dalton and Zeke Elliott. The Cowboys had four turnovers last night, and the Cardinals responded with points after every single one. They had 24 points off of turnovers. They had touchdowns of 80 yards, a passing touchdown, and 69 yards, a rushing touchdown. Dallas allowed 261 rushing yards on the ground on 35 carries. I mean, they just got dominated in in every way, shape, and form. Uh, Merrill, I know you. we were talking about the Cowboys in previous weeks, and their offense was doing well. Their defense was not. Obviously, losing Dak Prescott, very unfortunate. That is playing a factor. But their defense, their defense is awful. 
It's a terrible defense. Listen, and don't make the mistake that Arizona, because they put up 38 points, was all that wonderful. They gave Dallas opportunities. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of that game, Kyler Murray, the Arizona quarterback, couldn't hit the side of a barn. But Dallas kept giving them opportunity after opportunity, and they just couldn't turn away. How much more pressure, Merrill, is it on any of these four teams? Because even the Giants and Washington are still in contention of the division despite one in five records. I mean, if you, if, you, if you look at the standings, every other division, there are seven other divisions. If you look at the standings, every other division's first and second place team would be in first place of the NFC East. It, it, that's how bad the NFC East is this year. So, Mara, how much more pressure is it on any of these teams to win this division knowing how embarrassing it would be not to win what you like to call the NFC least? Well, I think in the NFL, there is pressure every single game. Every single game. When you're playing a 16-game schedule, there is pressure every single game until you're out of it, if you're out of it at the end. So there's, there's tremendous pressure on the Eagles Thursday night when they play the New York Giants. With the Eagles injuries, what do you do with all these injuries, Merrill? What, what do all these injuries say about the Eagles? Because, yes, they, they have been injured many times before in the past two seasons, and even the season that they won the Super Bowl, which obviously they overcame these injuries, but it's a consistent thing now going on multiple years in a row. What do all these injuries say about this football organization? Well, I'm not equipped to give you any kind of medical, uh, any kind of medical evaluations or uh, a reasoning behind that. I just think they're unfortunate. That's all there is, because I know that uh, they worked very hard in the athletic training department, in the medical department. They have a lot of responsible people, a lot of qualified people. I just think they've been hit hard because it's, it's unfortunate, and they all seem to come in the same area. Before, uh, a couple of years back, they couldn't find a healthy defensive back. Now all those, many of those injuries are on that offensive line. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to get five people to line up on Thursday night. Well, I mean, yesterday, Doug, um, at his late morning news conference, did not have any official update on the statuses of the players who got injured on Sunday. But ESPN reported that uh, the Eagles expect Miles Sanders and Zach Ertz to miss Thursday night. Uh, ESPN's reporting said that uh, Miles' knee injury is one to two weeks and Zach's ankle is three to four weeks. We don't know the status of Lane Johnson. We don't know if Alshon Jeffrey or Deshaun Jackson will be available for this game. There was also the Jack Driscoll injury on Sunday. Um, It doesn't sound very promising for him for Thursday. On defense, you had Malik Jackson. There was Kayvon Wallace. He made a big play on special teams, but unfortunately got hurt on that play. I mean, the injury, the injury list is so lengthy. What do the Eagles do? I mean, Doug insists that they're going to have enough... enough players to put on the field, but just I've never seen anything like this before. Well, that's, that's what Doug has to do. Doug is the, is the leader. Doug is the general of this entire football operation, and he's got to remain strong. He's got to remain positive, and he's got to go to that next man up theory, and that's all they can do. Uh, I'm not as worried about the skill position people as I am about the offensive line and protecting Carson Wentz and giving him the opportunity to make plays. That's where it always starts. It always starts in the trenches, and in the offense's case, the offensive line in protecting Carson Wentz. Uh, speaking of Doug Peterson, uh, he is, as the Eagles head coach, undefeated 
on Thursday night football. He's had great success on Thursday night and, and, you know, putting that um, opener in 2018 aside, the Thursday night games obviously come on a short week. But Merrill, knowing that Doug Peterson is undefeated on Thursday night football as head coach of this team, how good does that stat make you feel? It doesn't. If, <laughs> if, if, if you can give me three names of people who are going to line up and play the offensive line along with Jason Kelsey or four names, uh, I'd feel a lot better. I, I don't get all involved in, Oh, uh, this coach never loses after the bye, or this team always wins on Sunday nights or Thursday nights. That is uh, that is just one of those incidental facts. Uh, Merrill, the, the trade deadline is approaching um, very soon, and there's been rumblings around that Howie may be very aggressive again. Um, if you're running this team, knowing what their record is, 1-4-1, one, and one, even though they are in the NFC least, are you a buyer or a seller at this trade deadline? It depends. It all depends on the players who are involved. I'm not going to dismantle this team as long as they are in the race for the division. That's the number one objective you have Mm -hmm. is to win your division. I'm not about to stop throwing away uh, talented people uh, for short range success, but or, or for thinking about draft choices for next year. So you just, everything is a, is a situation basis. If you find somebody that you can bring in who can help your team the way they did in the Super Bowl year, the way they brought in Jay Ajayi, that's great. But it's you're, you're not going to bring in somebody right now and give up draft choices and completely mortgage the future. Yeah, case by case. And speaking of a draft choice, something else that I want to bring up from last night, Merrill, and this is the last thing that I have for you. Uh, Jordan Hicks, former Eagles linebacker, and I'm sure you saw him last night watching the game. Jordan Hicks had 10 total tackles, five solo. Jordan Hicks has played very well for the Arizona Cardinals since leaving the Eagles. He was injured a lot with the Eagles, but when he played, he was productive, especially against the Cowboys, and that trend continued last night. So Jordan Hicks has played well since leaving the Eagles. LJ Fort, who we saw over the weekend and made a big play on that two-point fail, um, has played well since leaving the Eagles. What do you make, Merrill, of the Eagles' assessment of, of linebackers, factoring in those two players, Jordan Hicks and LJ Fort, and their success post-leaving the Eagles? Well, Fort didn't have it while he was here with the Eagles in the short time they had with the Eagles. As far as Jordan Hicks is concerned, he was a high draft pick and a very talented football player and an outstanding young man. Uh, he did drop an interception in his hands last night also. But Jordan Hicks is a guy who made plays. He came up with interceptions. He was always around the ball. But the problem was he did have major injuries that knocked him out for the season. I mean, here's a guy who broke his thumb on his honeymoon by slipping near the pool. And it's it's the old matter of durability. And then his contract came up. And of course, he was going to be an expensive free agent. You had to put that against the amount of playing time he had. Listen, the Eagles didn't want to give up on Sidney Jones. There was no doubt about his innate ability, but he couldn't stay on the field. And that was a prime consideration. Well, fortunate for Jordan, he was able to play 16 games last year for the Cardinals, and he has played in all six this year for Arizona and doing very well for them, so good for him. Merrill well, Reese- I, I wish him well because he really is an outstanding person as well as an excellent athlete. But look at his look at his record of injuries here, and you understand why the Eagles couldn't put up the big money to keep him. 
Def, definitely, definitely a top-notch person, and I'm glad to see him have success elsewhere, too. Uh, Merrill, it is a short week, so uh, Carson talks today on a Tuesday. That usually doesn't happen. Uh, Jim Schwartz talks today. Dave Fipp talks today. Everything is sped up, and uh, we will continue to preview Eagles, Giants, and Joe Judge homecoming. Joe Judge is coming back to uh, his hometown of Philadelphia, coaching against the Eagles for the first time as the Giants head coach. So we will preview all that as the short week goes on. Thanks for the time this morning. Dave, I'll leave you one thought. Sure. It doesn't matter who talks today. It's who's able to play Thursday night. Very well put. Fair enough. And that's why he is the voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. Why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 